0: You're listening to Beck UL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from Beck UL.
1: Welcome back. Beck QL Daily presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Wednesday morning. Coming up in about 20 minutes, we'll have our lightning bets, our favorite plays for week uh, 14 in the NFL, some NBA tonight, college hoops, everything coming up in about 20 minutes. I'm excited for that. I'm also excited... Aaron, for us talk to our next guest coming up right now.
2: That's right, Mark Spears, senior NBA writer for ESPN's The Undefeated, joins us now on the Roman Guest Line. Mark and I go way back to the days of when he wrote for the Boston Globe covering the Celtics, uh, back when the Celtics went to NBA championships back-to-back with the Lakers. I was also a reporter in Boston at the time. So, Mark, welcome to the show. We'll get to my favorite rapper, E40, in just a little (laughs) bit, but first... We have to talk about something a little more important. Steph Curry, close to breaking Ray Allen's three-point record. I know you're going to be at the game tonight. What are you expecting in this
3: one? Well, he, need, he needs 16 to break it. That's a lot, even for Steph Curry. Um, mm-hmm. But he said anything is possible. i coined something from Kevin Garnett. and You know, they're playing a depleted Portland team, so <laughs> it's not out of the rub of possibilities, but – if he makes 16 threes, he not is, only is breaking Ray Allen's all-time three-point mark, he's also setting the NBA record for most threes in the game. So, if such happens tonight, it will be one of the greatest performances in <laughs> in NBA history. Um, I'm I'm not seeing that happening tonight, even as great as Steph is. That's just that's just too hard, you know. And at some point, if he's because if if he's making that many threes and you know it's one thing it, it, it it's going to certainly appear like he's hunting for those threes as well so i i think what's more um probably realistic is and and could be i don't it won't be as meaningful as doing it at home his next game is saturday um against the sixers which you know although it's not a home game he'd be playing against his brother and uh actually uh, seth and um so To have your brother be there as part of it, uh, I'm sure, would be pretty special to him. Now his dad, I'm sure his mother will be there. Uh, His brother-in-law plays for the Warriors, so he'll be there. You know, his dad, I guess we got to look at the Charlotte Hornets schedule because um, they actually, the Hornets are actually off. So it's certainly possible that dad could be, Uh, at that game on Saturday as well. Um, So uh, I think Saturday ends up being the day, and although it is away from the Bay Area, there there could be some good feelings at home. And uh, Steph basically said that he doesn't really know how he'll feel. He's kind of going to let the moment dictate it.
1: Yeah, Mark, it's pretty incredible. This is Steph's 13th year in the league. Uh, Ray Allen took him 18 years to set the record and and hold the record that he holds. This is going to be Steph knocking it down in, in 13 uh, Mark, are you surprised at the year we're getting out of Steph Curry here? I mean, he's moved into a position where he's the favorite to win the NBA MVP. I, I think he deserves that right now. Uh, behind him, Giannis and uh, Kevin Durant, they're both 5-1. to one, But, I mean, it's the odds say right now, Steph Curry is the MV, NBA MVP. Are you surprised at how great he's been again at now a, a little bit more of an advanced age?
3: No. No. <laughs> no, not the least, man. I I had the pleasure... You know, Aaron mentioned me being in Boston. I left Boston to uh, become a national writer for Yahoo 2009, and I moved back to the Bay, um, moving specifically to Oakland. And the Warriors had a rookie at that time named Steph Curry. Um, And so it was cool to get to know him then. Remember when Steph played with Monte Ellis? Remember that, you know? And the thing that always stuck with me is I remember those early years and all those ankle issues he had and how he used to have these odd braces in his shoes. And, you know, Nike turned him down in terms of giving him a signature shoe at the time, but he hadn't even been an all-star yet. Um, But I think he knew once he got healthy what he could be. And once he got his ankles right, I mean, he certainly has taken off into – the greatest shooter the NBA has ever seen. Um, You know, maybe the greatest point guard the league has seen, um, although I'm a big Magic fan. And he's, you know, it's inevitable that people change over the course of their life, but he's pretty much still the same guy I met in 2009. And because he's shooting and he's not a big guy or he's not LeBron where he's taking a beating all the time, um, and a guy trying to dunk on people, I I think that he has the ability to survive much longer. And he's also much stronger now uh, than he was even a year, a couple years ago. He's, he's really worked hard on the weight room to, you know, I think help strengthen his body for the long run. These aren't the the guys me and Aaron covered 15, 20 years ago. You know, these guys are in much better shape, eat better, you know, just just take better care of their bodies. So I think it'll be more commonplace to see stars finish their career at a Vince Carter age than than we did in the past.
0: Uh, Mark, staying in the Western Conference, uh, Charles and Kenny got into it a little bit uh, about the Lakers. They win last night, so they're above five hundred now. Um, they, they were arguing about whether or not the Lakers would uh, finish in the top four in the West. Where are you with the Lakers overall? Uh, we've hit the 25-game uh, mark. Uh, how do you think things will change moving forward?
3: Uh, I mean, I think yesterday was encouraging for them. But, I mean, let's not act like the Celtics have a blazing record either. I mean, they, they both have disappointing mm-hmm. records. And a big part of that for the Celtics is because Jalen Brown's not playing, right? So, uh, now, I mean, the, the Lakers are 13-12, and 12. Um Will they have a top-four record? I I, I think it's not because of their greatness. I think it's just because the other teams aren't amazing either. You know, like the Warriors are playing great, the Suns are playing great, the Jazz are playing great, and then it drops. The one thing that's interesting is I'm just really stunned by the Memphis Grizzlies. They've won five in a row. They've done this without Ja Morant. What are they when Ja gets back? Do they continue to play at this? this rate, I don't know, but I mean the Warriors are in the sixth seed I mean the Lakers are in the sixth seed now with a thirteen and twelve record. The issue is by being the four seed, you know, um, that means you get the Warriors in the second round, you know, the they or or the Suns in the second round. So they they I, I think the bigger question is can they get to one or two? I just think the Warriors and the Suns are playing too great to get to do that. So that likely means that um, the Lakers will probably be on the road in the second round of the playoffs. Um, typically a LeBron team doesn't think that matters. But, uh, you know, I am curious to see once Ariza gets back, what none, get, when none gets back, how they are. But um, to me the key isn't the, the offense, it's, it's the defense playing great like it did last night.
2: Mark, I'm curious your thoughts on this Phoenix Suns team. Um, Some people thought it was a fluke. They just got lucky with the injuries to other players um, in the finals, um, the run that they had last year. Uh, You have a piece on DeAndre Ayton uh, this morning for the undefeated. How important has he been to the Suns' success?
3: Oh, I mean, super important. They, They told him last season that we can't get there unless you're great. And so I think it was, you know, obviously Chris Paul, Jay Crowder, Booker, that really pushed him to take his game to another level, take his professionalism to another level. And he's that old-school throwback, you know, center that could, you know, score in a post, dunk on you. He, he wants to be a legendary defender, which is certainly probably music to the Suns ears. He wants to be a defensive player of the year candidate, and he definitely wants to prove that the Suns are worthy of three All-Stars. And this is interesting because you know he did not get the max contract extension before the season and and he was crushed very very crushed by that initially, but as somebody that's you know from the under i mean from the Bahamas um you know the Bahamas has a mentality a model where it's like look onward and forward, you know, like he basically said um let me, let me read this to you because I'm going to mess it up. The national mo- model for the Bahamas is forward, upward, onward, together, which is defined as moving in a direct, different manner. Yeah, I'm just getting my coffee this morning. As moving in the direction <laughs> and manner which the Bahamian nation should move. And he told me that's kind of his mentality. Like, all right, I didn't get it. Nobody's ever really just given me anything anyway. But if I play well, I'm going to get paid anyway, right? he's playing well and if the sons are crazy enough not to take care of him next summer somebody else will so I think he knows the only thing he needs to do is just put his head down keep playing well on both sides of the court um, and stay healthy and he'll get paid
2: Mark, I know uh, real quickly before we let you go. We go way back, and uh, I'm Canadian. I put you on to the rapper Drake, and you always remind me of it. You're <laughs> in Oakland, where my favorite rapper E40 is. Who's I have an E40 sweatshirt I wear on this show, so our Twitch followers know I'm a big E40 person. But uh, tell that story really quick before we let you go.
3: Well, one, you need to come. T- yeah, e 40s not a hard guy to meet if you go to a Warriors game. He's typically a super nice guy. He actually. Where my Filipinos out there. He actually has a lumpia company, believe it or not, which is amazing. Um, but, yeah, no, she, she, like, told me, oh, you got to, and, and I don't know Aaron for no rap music or nothing, but she's like, yo, you got to listen to Drake. You got to listen to Drake. You got to check out this Drake mixtape. And, the, and then she gave me the CD. And it literally, like, I think sat on my desk for, like, four, three or four months. And finally, I was like, ah, "Let me let me listen to this." I'm like, "Oh wow, okay, this Canadian dude could can go." Because I think I was just skeptical because he's Canadian too, you know. <laughs> with all due respect, <laughs> I never knew anybody from Canada that had bars, right? So, um, no, nah, but I, I definitely give you credit for putting me on Drake because I I remember listening to it and I'm like, I think I just called you immediately. I'm like, my bad. You you. Really have to see me. But,
2: <laughs> I got to yeah, stay anybody up knows on my me hip-hop knows game. I'm
3: a music head, so like, I, I have a pretty good ear for music.
1: <laughs> Mark, great stuff, man. We appreciate you hopping on. Uh, t- take care. and We'll catch up again soon. We'll be reading at the end of fear. That was Mark Spears on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash all now to get $15 off your first one. That's GetRoman.com. Slash BetQL, how about that? Aaron uh, showing showing off Drake and, and turning on Mark wow. versus Drake. I didn't expect well,
0: that. We love the feedback, the the interactive uh, people in our audience jumping in, and our guy Liquid Swords on Twitch, Twitch.com backslash BetQL says, "I'm from Canada. I don't even like Drake." <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's yeah. your guy, Aaron. You, you either like guy. him or
2: you don't. But I guess a lot of people that is are hating Drake, even even Canadians
0: it. That, that is true. Like, everybody yeah. has an opinion on Drake, what, one way or the other. And some haven't even heard his music. They just hate seeing it on uh, a uh, court side every game.
2: Exactly. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what
1: opinions changed on him, right? Because we just kept seeing him at the Raptors games. It's like, all right, that's right. enough,
2: man. Ta- just, like, taunting just... the opposing players, talking trash, yeah.
1: He's like <laughs> the Spike Lee for the Raptors, right? Yeah, he's the Canadian hip-hop Spike Lee. I mean, that, that's yeah. what he is. Yeah, I... I... Like, I don't mind it. Like, I, I think it's cool when NBA teams have those celebrity fans that kind of, like, you just, well, like, know E40, they're going to be there.
2: E40 yeah. is always at the Warriors games, um, but he's more of a lovable guy. Uh, I think Drake's one of those people that people are like, oh, he's terrible, or he's so great, you know? See, I find like,
0: I, I don't know if you guys feel this way with your teams. I, I find the Chicago, quote, celebrity sports fans just to be so insufferable. Like, great. Belushi. Yeah, Chicago guy. Tell us more. You're going to eat a hot dog. All this. Like, John Cusack. He's a Sox fan. Then he's a Cubs fan. now. Oh, the Sox are good. Now he's a Sox fan. Oh, he's a fraud. Is what he is. <laughs> oh, he's a fraud. Yeah, yeah. A lot of Chicago people suck. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Kevin, Kevin Hart is that with the Eagles. Kevin Hart. Is... Uh, Kevin Hart.
0: Am I wrong? Is he not that funny? Like, to have 80 oh, million jobs.
2: I don't he's think gotten he's less funny
0: significantly over the last five,
2: last ten years, years, years or so. Yeah. I do think okay. that is it. it's a State Farm commercial where they're playing off Home Alone where the mom's like, Kevin! And then Kevin Hart comes walking out. I love that commercial. Of course <laughs> he comes walking out. He's in everything.
1: That, his agent is unbelievable. Because he's promoting his new shows. I mean, the guy's got an angle yeah. for everything. That's why he's everywhere. He's his first something.
0: couple stand-ups, like when he was first on Comedy Central, those were funny, and then he sold out immediately. That's when he became mm-hmm. unfunny.
1: Yep. Yeah, I'm out on Kevin Hart. I, I was, I've was i been out on him for years. He I love the, that you hate Kevin Hart. He was on the stage when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Like, get off, man. You didn't win anything. you just a fan. He was talking about that fan. with P- Peyton and Eli. Oh, uh, he's getting yeah. booed. Yeah, of course. He should have <laughs> got booed. I mean,
3: would God, you describe
0: it, him you as got... a rascal, Joji?
1: Yeah, I, I would say he's a rascal.
0: Yeah, that's a good way to describe Kevin Hart.
3: <laughs> Is <rascal>? there anyone... <laughs>
0: Is there anyone who has been unfairly booed in Philadelphia? Like I've never heard of Philadelphia person say nah I shouldn't have booed him.
3: No,
1: I mean
0: you get booed, you
1: deserve to get booed. That's that's <laughs> the way it that's the way it works. Joe O Joe G Aaron Hawks with Beck UL Daily presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. I'm other side lightning bets for tonight A Wednesday night. We'll have those next right here on the BeckQL network.